At the end of Meyer Road, off of Colfax Highway, a crew of volunteers, most wearing gray t-shirts, has assembled. Some are falling trees, some are clearing brush, and some are fueling chainsaws, while others are getting piles of branches ready for chipping. They're part of an organization called Team Rubicon, a veteran-led humanitarian organization. Team Rubicon started when our founder, Jake Woods, responded to the 2010 earthquake in Haiti. He was a former Marine and just felt called to to serve in the disaster zone where he thought that he could do the most good. He got on an airplane with one of his friends, and while, while waiting in the airport, they met up with some other people that were kind of on the same mission. They were just self-deploying to Haiti and were able to do good. Upon return, they decided that what they were doing was a worthwhile endeavor, and they wanted to, to make a much bigger impact, and so they created Team Rubicon. 13 years later, Team Rubicon has deployed volunteers all over the United States and to more than 30 countries. And this week, they're in our neck of the woods in what they are calling Operation Timber Bear. We arrived June 9th, and we'll be here through June 20th. We have been uh, cutting lots of burned trees in the areas. We're going to properties that have the most uh, economical and physical needs of the folks that own the properties. We've been working on taking down the trees, what we call bucking and limbing the trees, so making them into smaller pieces, and then working with other organizations to help uh, chip and get rid of the slash that's left over. That's Matthew Henderson. He's the incident commander for Operation Timber Bear. So Timber Bear, we, we try to come up with unique names for every operation. It's similar to, because we are veteran-led, we have a lot of our core principles and the way we do things are from the military world. Um, and as I'm sure you've seen in, in movies and television, that part is true. Most operations do have some sort of names. Um, and timber obviously comes from falling trees and bear from the, from the Bear River fire. And what we plan to do up here, uh, we've been working with uh, local VOADs and Connecting Point especially. They've identified properties of the underserved community, um, economically challenged, medically challenged community. Those are the folks we really enjoy helping. They've identified multiple properties up in here that have uh, standing dead trees and fallen trees that are incredibly hazardous to the homeowners they don't have a way to go get out and get those done. So we have the crews that are capable of coming in and helping them. Matthew says that Team Rubicon has been working closely with Connecting Point to identify who needs the help that they can provide. They're providing us with a list of homes that they've already talked to the homeowners and uh, signed the releases allowing us to go onto their property. So they're just, they're giving a list and, and going in and saying, these people are in the most need, and then we kind of move on from there. Team Rubicon is here in part because of the efforts of Nora Esters. So I've been signed up with Team Rubicon as a gray shirt volunteer since 2021. Nora works for Connecting Point as the River Fire Case Management Coordinator. Because I work full time, I'm not able to volunteer much, and I actually wasn't able to volunteer until this year in January uh, when Sacramento flooded. Um, and that was my connection to Team Rubicon because I'd already been signed up, I'd already been aware of it. And going to volunteer in Sacramento and seeing them do tree work, I was like, hey, 
the folks in the river fire that we provide case management for through connecting point they need this type of work done and i saw how skilled and organized team rubicon was so i just started asking any staff or admin volunteers hey can we do an operation outside of colfax in the river fire burn scar and i just kept asking and advocating for it and eventually they ended up making me a planner for team rubicon to just plan it myself and train me to do that and then it happened and i'm so so grateful that it did normally team rubicon has to do its own site surveys and is sometimes met with suspicion by the communities that they're helping but matthew says that for operation timber bear things are different and that's because of nora so i started talking to team rubicon in january about trying to get this going Um, it's been a long time coming a lot of effort and work has gone into it both from team rubicon and then from connecting point so as case managers and we also have a construction cost analyst uh, we've put it you know we're in direct contact with survivors that are on our caseload and survivors like we have a long list of survivors some that don't need case management but we kept them on our radar because we knew they needed tree work. So we did a, an email survey a few months ago just to see who would be interested. And that started our list of like, okay, these people would, would want help if we can even get help. And it was always, you know, we don't know if this is going to happen. It's a maybe, but let us know if you want help. So we were able to compile the list, get right of entry forms from all the property owners. We also did our own Team Rubicon does reconnaissance. They take a look at properties and see what's within their scope, what they can do. We were able to do that for them because we're always out driving around in the burn scars. So we were able to go to all the properties, get an idea of who needed what, what was in TR's scope, and also give folks pink tape. We gave everybody pink tape to go mark the trees that they wanted down. So once Team Rubicon was here, they could just go out and work. We did all that pre-work and prep for them. Before leaving the site, I asked one of the volunteers to tell me why they do it. Why do they travel the country volunteering? I talked to Sam Ross, a Marine Corps veteran who, along with his wife, lives in an RV full-time, traveling from site to site. Um, I, I really, uh, honestly, the first time I did a Team Rubicon mission, uh, for me personally, the uh, the ability to give back to the to any community, um, any group of people, especially the people who are having uh, having a bad day for one reason or another, um, is extremely fulfilling. And uh, the other part of it for me was just the 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 camaraderie that comes from uh, being around a lot of a, a large amount of, of veterans. You know, I the the first mission I went on. I called my wife, I think, within a day of being there, and I said, oh, my God, I found my group. Um, you know, this is something I, I, I'm going to want to do as much as I can for the rest of my life, without a doubt. Um, it, it fills me up. It, it you know, it, it uh, gives me a chance to come out here and play and, and hopefully, um, you know, bring some good to whatever community needs it. Sam also emphasized that for a lot of vets, Team Rubicon gives them an opportunity to serve people in a culture of genuine camaraderie that's familiar to many service members. Most people join the military to hopefully because they they want to serve their their community, they want to serve their country, and um, I think we've seen with a lot of these guys and myself myself too. Once you're out, you really kind of miss that opportunity to. You don't know which avenue to take to to necessarily give back to the community and team rubicon whether you're a veteran or you know an awesome citizen gives you that 
wide open door and the tools and the safety and the I think the the uh, culture too, uh, awesome culture. Although Team Rubicon is veteran-led, you don't have to have military experience to join. You can get more information at teamrubiconusa.org. And if you want to help here and now during Operation Timber Bear, Matthew says you can do that too. We also like to work with folks from the local community and we invite them to stop by and just say, hey, I want to come out and work with you guys. We call them spontaneous volunteers. So they sign a release of liability. We give them a free Team Rubicon shirt and they head out in the field with us for the day. We are at the Sierra View Community Center. Stop by in Colfax. The doors are open there during the day. Come by, talk to any one of us. Um, we generally would like volunteers there by 7.30 in the morning if they're going to come in and volunteer for the day. Wear long pants, uh, sturdy work boots, and we will provide the shirt. For KVMR, I'm Claudio Mendoza.